Podcast 301, Investing a Lump Sum. Hello, this is Suzanne Borski from Phoenix Financial Group, LLC, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. With over 33 years' experience in the financial services industry and now author of two published books on financial planning, it is my pleasure to share with you today as a financial coach about your options when you receive a lump sum. I'm often asked about how to invest a lump sum of new cash. Well, the answer depends on several factors, where the money came from, the amount relative to your current savings, and how it was invested before you received it. Lump sums can come from several different sources, a pension payout through a job change or retirement, divorce, inheritance, the sale of property or a business, or perhaps winning the lottery. I'm going to assume that we're going to talk to you today about receiving a cash payout rather than an in-kind inheritance of like stock or property. So there's some simple rules I use to help decide on the direction that you should take with the lump sum. What is the size of the lump sum relative to your existing savings? If it's small, regardless of where it came from, you might just want to invest it all at once and be done with it. Or was the money from an employer pension plan? Goodness, if the answer is yes to that, then the cash was recently in a tax-deferred account and will suffer severe tax consequences if not rolled over to another tax-deferred account within the 90 days. Or was the money from the sale of a business or property? Well, if the answer is yes, then there was a previous business risk attached to that money, even though it wasn't equity risk. In this case, I would have my client consider investing half of the money in the markets today and then dollar cost averaging the remaining half over the next two years. This spreads out the entry point risk into the markets. Or was the money inherited? Or was it one or from some other source where you had no previous ownership? Wherever, let me just encourage you this, that you need to really consider putting it in a tax-deferred investment vehicle. And I'll get more into that as we get onto this podcast. The information I just shared provides some good points for the direction of lump sum investing, but it doesn't discuss where to invest it, because that depends on your financial situation. And although receiving a lump sum often changes that, here are a couple of rules to help you maybe make your investment decisions. If the lump sum is 50% or less of your current savings, as described in my first point, then your asset allocation shouldn't be really affected. Just simply invest according to your current investment likes as you are doing right now. But if the lump sum is more than 50% of your current savings, then you should consider reviewing and revising your complete overall investment strategy. And you can do this on your own by reading investment books, or you can get help from a low-cost investment advisor, or you can go to a well-educated financial professional and get a financial needs analysis, which I would highly recommend. I want to go over some products to consider for your lump sum investing. One of them might be a certificate of deposit. See, these are similar to savings accounts in that they are insured, money in the bank. In the USA, CDs are insured by the FDIC for banks and the National Credit Union Administration, the NCUA, for credit unions. They differ from the savings accounts in that CDs have a specific fixed term, often one, three, or six months, or even one to five years. And usually a fixed interest rate is what's given. The bank intends that the customer holds that CD until maturity, at which time you then can withdraw your money and the accrued interest. Working at Bank of America for over a decade, I want to share some insights when thinking about a CD. So say you invested $10,000 at a 4% rate of return. You're going to earn $400, right? 
It's not tax deferred, so you're going to pay taxes on the amount you made. So if you're in a 35% combined income tax bracket, you take that $400, times it by 35%, and you're going to pay Uncle Sam $140 of your $400 you made. That's going to net you $260. And actually, it's a 2.6% rate of return you got on that $10,000. So your balance in actuality is $10,260. And let's say that inflation is at 3% for the year, which is pretty accurate. And what $10,000 bought you a year ago is now going to cost you $10,300 to buy. So in reality, you have earned a loss of $40. You take the $10,300 minus the $10,260, and you've actually netted a loss of $40. A mutual fund is another option you can do, and you're going to get a better rate of return than a CD. A mutual fund is an investment vehicle made up of a pool of funds collected from many investors for the purpose of investing in securities such as stocks, bonds, money market instruments, and similar assets. Mutual funds are operated by money managers who invest the fund's capital and attempt to produce capital gains and income for the fund's investors. A mutual fund's portfolio is structured and maintained to match the investment objective stated in its prospectus. Always ask for the mutual fund's prospectus and read it. It will show you exactly how much and where the money in the mutual fund is diversified. It's so important. One of the main advantages of mutual funds is they give small investors access to professionally managed, diversified portfolios of equities, bonds, and other securities. Each shareholder, therefore, participates proportionally in the gain or loss of that fund. Mutual funds invest in a wide amount of securities, and performance is usually tracked as a change in the total market cap of the fund, derived from aggravating performance of the underlying investments. Mutual fund units or shares can typically be purchased or redeemed as needed at the fund's current net asset value. You may hear that term, NAV, which is sometimes expressed as NAVPS, which is the net asset value per share. So a fund's NAV is derived by dividing the total value of the securities in the portfolio by the total amount of shares that are outstanding for it. Another option you might want to consider is a fixed annuity. A fixed annuity is a type of annuity contract that allows for the accumulation of capital on tax-deferred basis. In exchange for a lump sum, a life insurance company credits the annuity account with a guaranteed fixed rate of interest while guaranteeing the principal investment. So a fixed annuity can be annuitized to provide the annuitant with a guaranteed income payout for a specified term or for life. Fixed annuities are contracts issued by life insurance companies to individuals looking for guaranteed rates of return without any risk whatsoever to their principal. Because they are a type of insurance contract issued by a life insurance company, they enjoy some of the same tax benefits of life insurance policies, such as the tax-deferred growth of earnings. Taxes of course are eventually paid when the earnings are withdrawn or when the contract is annuitized for monthly payments. The rates on fixed annuities are derived from the yield a life insurance company generates from its investment portfolio. So most insurance companies are primarily in high quality corporate and government bonds. So the yield on fixed annuities is typically higher than the yield on equivalent riskless investments. So it's often guaranteed for a period of one to 10 years. You also have the option of a variable annuity. A variable annuity is a tax-deferred retirement vehicle that allows you to choose from a selection of investments, and then it pays you a level of income in retirement that is determined by the performance of the investment options you choose. The value of your investment fluctuates. The investment options for a variable annuity are typically mutual funds that invest in stocks, bonds, money market instruments, or some combination of those three.
So to summarize, investors pay a premium to the insurance company, which then buys accumulation units under the investment investor's name. Okay, then there's my favorite, and where I have almost all of our investments uh, with, is fixed index annuities. Okay, with an indexed annuity, the annual growth is benchmarked to a stock market index, like the NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange, S&P 500, or the Crokey, rather than an interest rate. So, an indexed annuity's growth is subject to rate floors and caps, meaning it will not exceed or ever fall below the specified return levels, even if the underlying stock indices fluctuate outside of those set parameters. In simplest terms, the insurance company bears the risk of a sharp stock market decline with this type of annuity, and you cannot lose any of your principal with a fixed index annuity, and your potential gains are usually capped at a rate between oh, anywhere from like 3% to 12%. So with a lump sum, I feel that your retirement needs need to be an important focal point. Retirement as we know it is changing. Years ago, retirees could rely on their government programs, pensions, and personal savings. Today, they can't. Due to the impact of inflation, volatility, taxation, and health care costs, those program, programs no longer make up a significant portion of their income for retirement. Most retirees I'm finding now have to rely mostly on their personal savings and other creative ways to fulfill the retirement income needs. That is why many Americans consider purchasing an annuity to help achieve their income needs in retirement. People combine annuity for its qualified plans, legacy strategies, I don't know, long-term accumulation, growth options, tax advantages, but most importantly for the retirement income it provides. So when considering an annuity, it's really helpful to ask yourself some, some super simple, I think, questions. One, am I concerned about finding a secure retirement plan to help protect my savings? Another question might be, would knowing that I have a guaranteed income stream that I can depend on every month be of importance to me? Another question might be, do you want all of the potential of upmarket swings with absolutely no chance of losing any money when it does decline? Well, if you've answered just any of those questions, an annuity may work just well for you to fill any income gaps you may face in your retirement. It's crucial, though, for you to understand the importance of creating a stream of lifetime income for your retirement. You can manage your lifestyles, avoid market volatility, and potentially create a lifetime income simply by having a conversation with a fi financial professional or financial coaches myself about how you can create a retirement income plan with annuities. I feel two of the most important factors that you must know and consider when re receiving any kind of a lump sum is the difference between investing in a tax deferred or non-tax deferred. When you invest tax deferred you are exponentially growing your investment because you are not having to pay taxes on the interest earned every year. For instance, an illustration with real numbers would look something like this. Consider a $2,000 investment in a fund that has a 12% rate of return compounded annually. Non-tax deferred, with a 35% tax bracket combined there with federal and state, this $2,000 would equate to actually $1,300 net investment with a 7.5% yield. Over the 20-year period, this $2,000 would grow to $56,296. Not bad for a one-time $2,000 investment, you know. But think about this. That same $2,000 investment in a fund that has a 12% rate of return compounded annually, tax-deferred, stays $2,000. It wouldn't go down. And would accumulate without paying annual taxes. And at the end of the 20 years, the balance would be, are you ready for this? $144,104. So you tell me. 
the $2,000 that you're paying, having to pay taxes on, on the interest you earn every year, you'd have 56,296 at the end of 20 years. Or if you deferred those taxes, like I said, it will exponentially grow. You'll have eight, you'll have 144,104. That's a difference of $87,808. In summary, as you can see, I highly recommend considering an annuity or any, any investment that has a tax deferred option. An annuity is similar to a savings account with an insurance company or other investment company. A person can make either a lump sum deposit or periodic payments to that um, account. And at retirement, he or, he or she receives regular payments for a specified time period. All the payments build up tax deferred and are taxed only when withdrawn at retirement. So as a, just to kind of recap, annuities come in a variety uh, of different kinds. As I shared, there's fixed, there's fixed index, or there's variable. In the fixed index annuity, the insurance company guarantees the principal plus a minimum rate of interest. So anywhere like 2 to 3%, which is hardly keeping up with inflation. But it is tax deferred, so that's the benefit. Or a variable annuity, which doesn't provide the same guarantee and in the, in the investment value fluctuates with the performance of the investment. I believe because of the facts, a fixed index annuity is the best because it gives you the best of both worlds. Index annuities are a combination of the fixed guaranteed return and a variable annuity. And you participate in the growth of whatever index you decide, and it either has a participation rate or a cap. You get all the benefits of an upside gain without any risk of ever losing any money because you cannot and will not ever participate in a loss. Your gains are locked in every anniversary period. So receiving a lump sum really doesn't need to be daunting. The investment timing choices are fairly straightforward. The points I have shared should help determine a satisfactory solution and provide you with some peace of mind that you're looking for. I realize there are so many different options with lump sums. Um, if you're interested in anything like um, precious metals or uh, real estate investing or paying off debt with a lump sum, um, I didn't get into any of that because I didn't want this to be long and exhaustive, but I would be honored and privileged to talk to you and help you in any way that I can. I just encourage you to stop by my website www.suzanneporsky.com. There's so much more helpful and educational financial information on the website. If I can uh, help you in any way, please call me at my office, 1-844-4-PORSKY. That's 1-844-4-P-O-R-S-K-E. Until next time, people, friends, have a prosperous and enjoyable day. Thank you for joining me today.